Welcome to Healing Your Families, where we share expertise on six areas of health for families, emotional, financial, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. I'm Emily Penrod, a wife, mother, grandmother, and family relationship coach. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to promote our child's mental development, how to raise smart children using the acronym SPACE. The S stands for structure. The most chaotic environment for a child is one of chaos. When they don't know what to expect, they could come home to loving, kind parents, or they could come home to an empty house, or even harshness and cruelty. They need to know what they can expect, when they will be fed, when they'll be able to go to sleep. And they need to know what is expected of them. They need to know the consequences of their behavior. Rather than this behavior is okay today, but tomorrow they'll be severely punished. They need that consistency, that structure. And so we have a routine in the home. We have mealtime and bedtime. These help not only provide that security, that stability for our children that allows them to relax and, and they're able now to, to expand their mental capabilities on learning. Not, they're not in defense mode. And it is also preparing them to do well in school. We know that they'll do perform much more effectively after they've had a good night's rest and a nutritious breakfast. And so we teach them the proper foods to eat and how much to eat. And we help them prepare and transition into waking, wakefulness and going to sleep. We make sure that they're getting the rest that they're growing and developing brain needs. So we start with structure in the home to give them that security and to help them be able to function at their mental best as they go through all of the learning that childhood involves. The P stands for positive programming. You know, the human mind has been compared to an iceberg. And we know that with an iceberg, the part that we can see that we're, is most obvious, the one above the surface of the water, is just the tip. This could be compared to our conscious mind. This is the part of our mind that takes in information from our senses. This is what we know we know. But just like the iceberg, the much larger mass is beneath the surface. And for us, that's the subconscious mind. Your child's subconscious mind is a huge database. It's just collecting data. Everything they see, everything they hear, everything they experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, it's all in this huge database. 
And this information, this database is what writes those mental programs. It's from this information, the child starts to make sense of who they are and what their value is. Are they good enough? How they belong in this world, whether or not they can trust other people. And when does this information gathering begin? Well, with all the advances we have in medical technology, we've learned that this happens before birth. We know that during that gestational period, the, the ears are functioning, the, the brain is, is starting to form. We've done tests to see that the babe in utero can hear. They respond to the environment their mother is in. Even before birth, that database is working, it's collecting. You know, some expectant couples facetiously talk to the baby. Well, it isn't silly. There is science behind it. As soon as you know you're pregnant, start programming your child's database. Start giving it lots of good, accurate information to run those programs that define how your child will feel about themselves. Be aware of the words you use and your tone of voice. Express how excited you are that they're coming to join your family and how much you love them and how much they will love being in your family and how they will learn and grow. And after they're born, be aware of the labels you use. We may come up with cute names, nicknames, we think it's only, we're only joking about them having big ears or maybe being a little slow. But children are very literal. They will take those labels and they get written in to that program. They believe it, they become it. Be very careful of the labels you give your children, the words you use when you talk to them or around them. And your tone of voice. Take full responsibility for your role as the master programmer of your child's mind. Now, of course, we're human. We're going to slip up. We may lose our temper, say something we didn't mean. Make sure that's the exception, not the norm. And take the time to apologize to your child, no matter how old they are. Let them know they're okay. They have worth and you love them no matter what. P is for positive programming. You are the master programmer of your child's mind. A is for active listening. You know, anytime you listen to your child, you're sending the message that they are worth your time. You care about them. You want to know what they're thinking and how they're feeling. You, you validate those feelings. 
But active listening is taking it a step further. When we use active listening, that means we're not doing anything else. We're not on our phone. We're not trying to multitask. Our entire focus is on our child. We're listening to understand. And we're listening not only to their words, but to the words they don't say. We're paying attention to their body language, their facial expressions. We're asking clarifying questions to make sure we understand them. And this active listening allows them to develop mentally because they can process those thoughts. Think of everything a child has to learn. They start out knowing really no language, skills, all of it they're learning. Help them with that process through active listening. And validate their feelings. Now this leads to the C, which is create a safe space. You may remember your teen years that they were rather, they may have been turbulent. Maybe you found that you were making decisions that impacted the rest of your life. Maybe you look back and wish some of those decisions had been made differently. Maybe you had a trusted mentor you could go to, someone who would help you process all the information you had, help you think it through, hear you out, and listen with curiosity instead of judgment. You can become that trusted mentor for your child as you not only engage in this active listening, but you create this space where they know they can say what's on their mind and you will hear them out. It may be tempting at times to be so concerned and shocked at what they're saying that you want to respond with a no, anything but that. But be aware that that shuts down communication. They need to be able to express what is inside, no matter how dark or ugly. And that you will love them. You will hear them out. You will love them. And then when they're ready, you will give them counsel. You will point out things maybe that they couldn't see from their perspective. You'll give them guidance. And you will with the love in your heart, help them make the best decisions possible, focusing on what is in their best interest. It's very tempting to think that the way to make a child happy is to give them everything they want. But, you know, our brain isn't fully developed until we're in our 20s. Until then, we need the mental stability of a trusted mentor to guide us. It's better to focus on what is in your child's best interest. You'll make much wiser decisions rather than thinking, I'll just give them what they want so they'll be happy. And E stands for example 
This is your most influential tool in helping your child develop mentally because they're watching you every day, all the time. They're watching you. And especially when they're young, they want to be with you. They want to be like you. They will take on a lot of what they see you doing. Be aware of the power of your example in promoting your child's mental development. Do they see that you read? Do they see you reading? Do they hear you talking about something you learned and how you're glad you learned it? You can help your child develop into a lifelong learner by being one yourself. So raise smart kids with space, structure, positive programming, active listening, create a safe space, and example. Be the example of the mature adult you want your child to grow up to be. If you're interested in learning more, I encourage you to go to Five Values for Families. That's number five, values, number four, families.com. And there is a, a presentation I did explaining more about how you can be instrumental in aiding your child's mental development. It's complimentary. Take advantage of this tool. And join me again next week at the same time. I'll have a number of fascinating speakers and guests this month as we pursue more about how to promote your child's mental well-being. This is Emily Penrod with HealingYourFamilies.com.